It's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking today about decisions. Good morning. This is Evelyn, and we are in the studio today with some very special people. And Miss Carrie, how are you? Hi, Miss Evelyn. It is great to be with you today, as always, on this beautiful day in Austin, Texas. But you know what? Our listeners could be listening from anywhere across this great globe. You know, that's strange, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty we, awesome. Yeah, well, oh, about 20 years ago, we were invited to go to Utopia somewhere in the <laughs> Middle East. But Van and I are excited right now. You know, I'm beginning to get my strength back from all the issues that we've had. And uh, we're having our uh, anniversary. Uh, we're going to go uh, to um, to Europe. I'm so excited for you. Well, we Normally, we take a vacation every year, you know, in the fall when things settle down in, mm-hmm. you know, real estate, and you know how that is. Yes. So, you know, my heart is just full today about what God's done in our life and what we have yet to uh, to experience and give away. Right. That's exactly right, Miss Evelyn. And not only do you have a big anniversary coming up, but you have a big birthday <laughs> coming up. You will oh. be 89 yes. in just a few short days. I'm so excited for you. I'm well, so blessed by you. I'm not only blessed by you, I'm blessed by your marriage mm. and everything you stand for. I've actually talked to a few listeners this week. Oh, and really? Yes, and they just constantly comment on how pleasant you are mm. and how engaging you are, and they can just feel the love of Jesus over the airwaves. So I I hope that gives you a shot in the arm, Miss Evelyn, as you uh, step into year 90. Well, it's I, that's my goal. My mom lived to be 93, and uh, but my goal is to be live till I'm 90, and and we'll serve. And you know, we've got uh, Jim McGee coming in with us today, and Jim is is like a son to us, and uh, he is assume, he is assuming the responsibility for National Day of Prayer. And we'll be working with him another year or so. You know, life is just good. It is good, Miss Evelyn. And, uh, you know, you have a new book coming out. I love walking and love talking with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, another inspiration uh, from you. You just use your time so wisely. Well, it's pick it up and put it where it belongs, (laughs) my mom said. (laughs) And I have, and Van is that kind of person as well. But he is... Um, he forgot to change the filter in our air conditioning. Uh-oh. And it got stopped up and flooded my bathroom. Oh, no, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> well, you know, that's life. That's life outside of here at the studio. That's but, crazy, isn't it? But, you know, that's uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But we are excited about our theme for National Day of Prayer this year, and uh, we've got some uh Great things planned. Uh, there is a possibility that we will have a, a ladies' luncheon. We've been trying for four years to do this mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Ann Graham Lott. She'll speak for the governor's breakfast and uh, then uh, go on over to Austin Baptist. I think it's not solid, settled yet, but I mentioned this so that we might be praying. Uh, the young women in our city and in our state uh, are just left out in a field seemingly of lack of uh, the ability to uh, become equipped to serve 
in in broad places. And right. So it's mm-hmm. uh, they always make us feel sorry for them, <laughs> but the breakfast always sells out, and mm-hmm. so we we don't know for sure that'll happen. But we're asking our audience to pray for us today, and that's why we're here. Absolutely. You know, we get to talk about one of your favorite topics today, Miss Evelyn, the Governor's Prayer Breakfast. I'm excited about it. For over 40 years, you served in a leadership role, not only with National Day of Prayer, and in 2001, you were named America's Honorary Prayer Coordinator by President George W. Bush, um, but you were also involved for over 40 years with the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, and uh, what a blessing you are. And so today in studio, we have a few special guests that are taking the lead this year with the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, which mm-hmm. will be held right here in Austin on Monday, May the 4th. So if you don't have your tickets for that yet, you can go to the NDP website and you can sign up there for those tickets. www.ndpaustin.org. That's right. That's a Good job, Miss Evelyn. Oh, Way to go. I've got a little left in that <laughs> Getting all technical today. But, you know, our, our, our scripture for today is just so touching. Uh, from Habakkuk, it says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Absolutely. And I, I believe that is, um, that's the scripture for uh, the governor's prayer breakfast this year. And it, 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 Habakkuk, you know, that's a, a, a great book in the Old Testament that we very seldom go to. It is filled with amazing mm-hmm. wisdom. And another verse I have today is from the New Testament, Ephesians 6.18. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. You know, Miss Evelyn, just recently my family, we, we kind of decided to... Um, sit down in the evening times. We are so scattered. And there's times... That's the teenagers. I tell you what, it's crazy. And there's times we don't get to sit down till 10 o'clock at night Mm -hmm. together, but that's okay. And we just write down our prayer requests and pray for one another. And it's been such a sweet, special time where my teenagers can just relax and focus on... um, you know, praying for each other and really talking about the things that they're struggling with and that they're going through. It's just been such a sweet time. And so this Governor's Prayer Breakfast is so important mm-hmm. to just take a break from the the daily grind and start your day praising Jesus mm-hmm. and, and with other people of like mind. Um, and praying for our nation, praying for our governor, praying for the military, the media. Uh, it, it is an unbelievable time. And so super excited about that governor's prayer breakfast. Well, we have a lot of other events. Uh, you know, we do have uh, on, on Tuesday. It's changed from Wednesday to Tuesday this year of Count Mabry. Mm-hmm. And we'll have about 300 military people we feed and, and, and just uh, really put our arms around them and, and secure them. Uh, then the Capitol event area, we'll talk a little bit today with Jim McGee about that. But it, the week of prayer across this nation is a miracle of the Lord Jesus. It is. It is with with different cities across the nation hosting their own uh, prayer events. It, it, during May, it's 
it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It really is awesome. And uh, I'm excited about what's coming up. You know, it's never too early to talk about it. Well, in studio today, we have a good friend, a good friend. We have uh, Mr. Jim McGee. He has known Jesus since he was 12 years old. He's been walking with him every day since. And he's been married to his beautiful wife, Vicki, for 50 years. They have two grown children and several grandchildren, which are here in the area. And I know Jim and Vicki love watching their grandkids with cheerleading and football and all of the wonderful things that they participate in. And Jim and Vicki uh, were on full-time staff at Campus Crusade for Christ for 29 years doing evangelism and discipleship in the Austin area. Jim has been on uh, mission trips in eight different countries, and he's been working with National Day of Prayer for 25 years. Wow. Um, he's also an ordained Southern Baptist minister. And so, Jim, we just welcome you today to Love Talk. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. My goodness. The last time I was here, uh, I think I was talking about our uh, little Brody who went to heaven. Oh, yes, sir. And uh, that was the last time I was here. But it was such a pleasure to be here with y'all. Well, we've got a lot of changing to do this year, right? Lots of changing. You become the man of the of the season. Yeah, I'm you. back in full-time ministry again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about some of that today. You know, it's a, it's a, it's exciting to look back. In life, if your life has been focused on the Lord Jesus, and I can tell you, Jim, you are focused. <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> We've learned a lot from you. I was thinking yesterday about uh, uh, the first, I guess, maybe the second or third breakfast we had, and um, we had a chairman that did not perform, and uh, when it came time to pay the hotel bill, we didn't have the money. Do you remember that one? I remember that one. <laughs> Uh, You've come a long way. We have, and we, uh, I um, made a deal to uh, give them some free advertising in the Good News Journal, yeah. and then uh, Van paid out the rest of it uh, for in a six-month period. But you know that was baptism on what God was expecting of us to be the leader. When you need to lead, you walk to the microphone or you walk to the bank or wherever it is. And we've got some exciting things we're going to talk about today in that regard. But welcome. It's Thank you. Why. It's my pleasure to be here. Now, Jim, I haven't known you as long as, of course, you've known Miss Evelyn. I've just come to know you over the past few years since I've been involved with Love Talk. But how did you and Miss Evelyn meet? I think it was, oh gosh, probably maybe 30 years ago. Oh, wow. We, um, if I remember correctly, we were in a networking meeting, mm-hmm. and that's where I met her. There was a group of Christian business networks. Oh, that was great. And a lot of uh, my friends I still have from that networking meeting. Yeah. And you were one of them. Well, you like a son to Van and I. We, you know, we just have just plowed. You plowed our field and planted so much in our life, Jim. And I want to thank you for well, that. Well, thank today. you. You know, you look back and you think, you know, how in the world did we get started? You know, going in the direction that we've been able to go with the governor of the state of Texas. Yeah, we've just had favor from God in that. Yeah. It just God just brought it into our lives and the way it went. Well, you made it possible for us to do a lot of things that we uh, we could not have done. And one of the things was the thing in Washington, D.C. Uh, and this last year when we went to Washington to take a copy of our latest book to give to every representative and every senator only to be told that they could not distribute it because it uh, had the address on the 
on the top of the box uh, came out of coming out of Austin, and it was that week or week before that the young man, you know, had put bombs around. We would have been through a lot, my friend, but we're going to talk about the good stuff today. Absolutely. Um, right before we go to break, now tell me, I think I may have misspoke in the in the intro. How long have you guys been involved with the Governor's Prayer versus Jim, 25 years for 25 you. 25 years. Miss Evelyn, how long for you? Well, we didn't have a breakfast uh, right. lunch, and we did events. The first event was in 1976. Okay. Okay. America Sesquicentennial, and uh, Jim was not involved in that one, and mm-hmm. we moved from that. Primarily, it was a woman's organization. We moved on, and um, uh, as the work became heavier and wider, uh, Jim was with Campus Crusade at the time, and he said, I will help you, Evelyn. I said, I'm going to claim you, Jim. <laughs> well, when we return to Love Talk, we will speak more with Jim McGee, and we have a special guest in studio today, Richard Battle. He is the author of many books, and he is going to be the MC for this awesome prayer breakfast. When we return to Love Talk, we'll talk more of Governor's Prayer Breakfast right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love ladies, and this is Love Talk. we got love gentlemen today. Though. Oh, yes, and we have love gentlemen in the studio today as well. Of course, I'm always here with the first lady of love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and it is a joy to have you with us today listening wherever you are listening across the globe here at KTXW, The Bridge, Austin. We are talking today about the Governor's Prayer Breakfast and National day of prayer, um, really, which occurs the first week of May. And, I, you know, I'm excited to get our listeners talking about this and thinking about this already, Miss Evelyn. Now, Jim, you have taken over for Miss Evelyn this year, and I am sure that your plate is very full. Tell us a little bit about your duties going forward. Well, everything, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I get to coordinate uh, the event. I get to coordinate all the uh, capital area events. And so I am looking for help. Anybody, I'm looking for people that want to be involved, that want to be a part of this, just like I did back 25 years ago and got involved and it's been exciting so i'm looking for people anybody out there that's interested in in just being a part of the breakfast uh starting their own uh national day of prayer in their area their county seat Mm -hmm. anything like that that they just feel god leading them in doing that well i'll be glad to help them show them what to do get them going so just looking for some help Give, awesome. it, give us your information, contact information now. Yeah, you can you can uh, email me at Jim F. McGee at ndpaustin.org, or you can go to www.ndpaustin.org, and that has all of our contact information on it as well. Mm-hmm. And my phone number is 512-250-8100. Nine six, and that'll get me at my home. And if you don't get me, leave a message, and I'll I'll return your call. Well, Jim, you definitely have your plate full, but I know you're going to do a great job. I am super excited about our speaker this year at the Governor's Prayer Breakfast. You guys have secured Ann Graham lots, and this has been a two-year, um, I, I guess, journey. She experienced cancer last year and deferred and said, look, yes. when I am well, I will come back. But this is a big deal, Jim. 
It really is because we were trying to figure out who we were going to get this year. And Evelyn sent a, a message off to her, and she said she would be delighted to do this for us. Amazing. And she was really wanting to do it before she got her cancer. And when she yeah. got that, her chemo, it just knocked her down. She had to totally quit speaking. Mm-hmm. And now she's speaking all over everywhere. So God has mm-hmm. healed her, given her energy back, and is just using her and blessing her all over the world. She is a wonderful lady. I've known Anna a long, long time. We've done some work together, and she has two daughters that we've we've worked with. Um, And she has a sensitivity toward uh, families. Uh, And she comes from a very famous family. But it it has not left, um, uh, well, uh, big eye. I always call it big eye, or I'm this, I'm that. She's very humble mm-hmm. and a great speaker and, of course, a wonderful um, book writer. She does a very, lot Very, very talented yes, lady. She's been described as the best preacher in the Graham family, mm-hmm. and that is a huge honor considering her father was Billy Graham. Yeah, so that's um, a huge honor. Well, I'm excited about that. Also in studio today, we have another big guest who's playing a big role for the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, <laughs> which is, again, it's on May 4th. It starts at 630 in the morning, t- held right here in Austin. We have Richard Battle here today. Richard wears many hats in his amazing career author, speaker, advisor, and that's just to name a few. He's an award-winning author who has published six books with his latest work being Conquering Life's Course, Common Sense in Chaotic Times. I'm excited about telling you guys about that book. He's also written Unwelcome Opportunity, Overcoming Life's Greatest Challenges, Surviving Grief by God's Grace, and several others. He has been a speaker for over 30 years, spoken on topics including leadership, faith, sales, volunteerism, uh, a professional for 40 years in executive management, uh, appointed by Texas Governor Rick Perry to the Texas Judicial Council. Friends, I could go on and on and on. He is highly, highly touted and highly recommended, and I'm excited to have you in studio. Welcome, Richard. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here with you today. Absolutely. You've been, you've also mm-hmm. been on many radio shows over the years, and so I think we have big shoes to fill today, but I'm excited that you're in studio yeah. with us. Now, you and Jim have known each other for a long time, so tell us how you guys met. Well, we were just discussing how long ago it was because it was so <laughs> long ago, but we uh, think it was the early 80s with the Austin JCs, which used to be the civic group to yes. be in in town, yeah. and uh, we did a lot of projects together, and then Jim and I have been great friends since. He's been such a spiritual mentor and guide to me during the ups and downs that I've been through in life. Wow. It's always... You know, the the remembrance I have of those early days is... Uh, we uh, got the money together to rent some billboards in Austin. Mm-hmm. Remember, Jim? Yeah. And on that billboard, it said, I have found it. I have found it. And then the phone number. And they people called. In fact, uh, John Cotter, who is our, you know. Uh, Representative. Yeah. He, uh, he came to know the Lord as a result of that billboard. He and a lot of professional people. So I often think about the billboard days. <laughs> well, it's neat to hear the history that is in this room. And I, I just feel so blessed to be in this room with all of these spiritual giants. You know, I, I don't believe 
in coincidence, Richard, and I believe that the Lord orchestrated a meeting between you and Jim years ago to bring you to this endeavor to emcee the Governor's Prayer Breakfast. So what a blessing that is. Now, Richard, your latest book is called Conquering Life's Course, and uh, this book is an inspiring series of essays on traditional values that has enabled our, our country to become the most successful country in history. Talk to me a little bit about this book that I'm sure is a bit controversial in today's times. <laughs> well, a little bit. Uh, so there's so many negative things happening in our country, so much divisiveness, mm-hmm. so much humanism, so little of faith in the Lord. And so what I was trying to do was share my stories and stories of other people that would tell people how important it was uh, to look at traditional values and the success mm-hmm. they brought and the positive influence. And so we've told those stories in a way that people, in, in bite-sized format, so that people can look at them and apply them in their lives and try to lift them up in these negative times. Well, you know, traditional values, mm-hmm. I believe, is in so strongly. And when you when you look at people's lives that, and my kids, they call it kind of messy, right? I, I, from my coaching days, girls would say, well, coach, that's messy. You know, when you're messy, and it, you have to come back to a true north, and that's mm-hmm. really traditional values. And you've broken us down in such a way where you give these awesome stories and vignettes that are that are true, yet mm-hmm. sometimes a little comical and funny. Um, and so it, it's really, really, really neat to see these humorous anecdotes and bite-sized stories. And now the final chapter. Richard is now this book isn't overtly spiritual or biblical like some of your others. um, But in the final chapter, it's the most important question in life. Tell our readers about that. Well, I take that from Matthew 16, 15, when Jesus and Peter are together and Jesus asked Peter, who do you say that I am? Mm. And to me, I think that's the most important question in the Bible. And I think it's the question that every person that's exposed to Jesus has to come to a decision of what their belief is. And it's our responsibility to try to expose people and sow the seeds. It's their responsibility to make that decision. And so I think that is the question, the only question that matters, and everything else from that question goes forth. And I want to add one thing to what you said about bringing Jim and I together for the prayer breakfast, I can look back on my life and everything positive that's ever happened has been from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Everything negative that's happened has been from me. Mm. And I look back and think, why didn't I let him make some of the decisions (laughs) instead of me, including some that were in Conquering conquering Life's course. Well, we have been in a series here in Love Talk on defining decisions, and we've been not only telling stories about our own lives, about defining decisions, some good, some not so good, but looking at uh, biblical figures and their defining decisions. And I and I think that this um, these verses in Peter are so important because Peter, you know, he, he said, Lord, I'm never going to deny you, right? Who do you say that I am? And, oh, Lord, I got you, man. And then all of a sudden, the rooster crows, and, you know, he's, he's denied Christ. But Peter, he could have let that define who he was right there. He could have said, you know what? I'm a failure. I, I have denied Christ, and I'm a failure. But he didn't. 
And isn't that, I mean, that's our faith in a nutshell, right? You just said all of the negative things are from you. All of the positive things that have happened in life are from Christ. And so Peter said, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a positive and I'm never going to deny you again. And I'm going to walk with you all of these days. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell everyone I find who you are. And so defining decisions, um, conquering life's course, common sense. Has common sense gone by the wayside, Richard? Too often. (laughs) Too often. We need to get back to those traditional values that our parents and grandparents gave us. Absolutely. Just look at the radio, I mean the TV, and you wonder where common sense has gone. Well, it's true, Jim. It's very true. And I think that, you know, common sense is something, like you said, Richard, it's it's taught by our parents and our grandparents. And if you just kind of look at it, it, it's sensical things that they did and sometimes we don't even know what those are miss evelyn i know that your dad he wasn't a christian but he he instilled in you common sense values right oh my word he was chief of the whole nation (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it it was interesting uh van i dated three years before we got married and uh uh, my dad said, no, you're not marrying. No, uh, he didn't my, want my session out of Mary. He said, you won't get something good. I said, if I pick them, they'll be good, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> See, he gave you common sense. That's why you and Van have been married 70-plus years. Mm-hmm. When we return to Love Talk, friends, we're going to talk more with Richard Battle, award-winning author, uh, speaker, leader, and we will talk about a couple of his other books that are overtly spiritual. He's been through so many hard hardships in his life that could have knocked him down and made his life turn in a drastically horrible way. But instead, Richard turned those things into positives and is encouraging others to do the same with the things that they're struggling with. We'll talk about that when we return to Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found Love Talk and the Love Ladies. We are in studio today with some great friends, Jim McGee and Richard Battle, and we're so excited to have them here talking with us about National Day of Prayer and the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, which will be on Monday, May the 4th, and you can get tickets for that at ndpaustin.org. So I encourage you to go there. That thing sells out so quickly. And buy a table and invite all your friends. Uh, in studio, again, Richard Battle, award-winning author, uh, leader, speaker, and he's discussing not only his latest book, Conquering Life's Course, Common Sense in Chaotic Times, uh, which I think we should all read. Mm-hmm. It's just an inspirational book with essays talking about our nation uh, and how we got to be the most successful country in history. Uh, but, you know, Richard, you've experienced a lot of um, unwelcome battles in your life. One of your books is called Unwelcome Opportunity, Overcoming Life's Greatest Challenges. It was the number one new release on Kindle Amazon um, with Christian Counseling and Recovery. It was a gold medal winner uh, for a reader favorite in 2019. Second place religion book for readers um, in 2014 according to Reader's View in 2019, and it's won many other awards. Uh, This book, you know, came at a time, it's an essential read, um, but it came at a time when you were really hurting in your life. And how did you decide to write this book? Well, it's uh, interesting. I had 
put to the publisher in early 2018 a business book and had two oh. other business books in the pipeline uh, to go along with my plan to do advising and consulting and speaking. And a friend of mine said, those books, there are a thousand of them. Mm. You should write a book about the experience you just went through. And I had gone through from Halloween 2016 to August 10th of 2017, 10 months, uh, divorce, two heart procedures, and a cancer diagnosis. Mm. And I had to very much rely on the Lord to get me through that. And so I was going through that experience. It's very, very much scripture uh, related. I've used the scriptures to help me. Uh, prayer, I leaned on the Lord a lot. There's a lot of humor in the story, including humor about radiation treatments, if you can believe that. <laughs> because all of us have to face challenges in life. It's a matter of what and when and how we respond to them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we have the opportunity to do is we have the opportunity to decide our direction. And normally people, when they have a challenge, will say, why me? Mm -hmm. And what I learned was why me is a backward-looking question. It's very much a self-centered-looking question. And God is not there because God said, come follow me. And he's moving forward. So what I determined long ago was the right question is, what now? Mm. Because God is in control. He either brought it on or let it happen for a reason. And it's our responsibility to learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. And I also figured out that if I've got to learn a lesson, I only want to suffer once. Hopefully, <laughs> like that one. for the same lesson. Right. Isn't that the truth? Mm. Yeah. You know, when you look at it from the point of view that um, we are not perfect. What? Any time in not our perfect, life. <laughs> no, I'm not, Jim. Uh, but God is, and Jesus is, and his plan is. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the suffering that he endured um we are no way near that yet in life, I think. Uh, but it is those times that we can't handle things or we can't make things happen that the Lord Jesus takes us and leads us by his, by his willing way, if we know him. Are, are you fully recovered from your cancer? Yes, thank you. I've been in remission for two years now. Oh, excellent. Praise the Lord. we hope Amen. it stays that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, good, good. That's why you can now fill your time with speaking engagements and doing the things you love to do, which is awesome. So in that book, Richard, uh, Unwelcome Opportunity, Overcoming Life's Greatest Challenges, you wrote of being at peace during a time when most people would be anxious. Yes, uh, at the greatest point where somebody could be anxious, I was at the most peace I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had, uh, had a stint put in the day before Thanksgiving 2016. And in March, I started having some chest pains. Well, lo and behold, later we figured out it was jalapenos and salsa. Oh, wow. But when I, went in, when I went in on Friday, March 24th to get examined, my uh, cardiologist took me immediately into the cath lab, and they were going to do another stent. Mm -hmm. Well, I woke up 
and they had not done it because they needed two doctors, and it was too complicated to mm-hmm. do in Lakeway. So they said, I'd have to go to Round Rock, and they were going to have to wait until Tuesday, which meant I had to stay in the hospital because liability, they wouldn't let me go home. So I was in the hospital Saturday, Sunday. I was negotiating, trying to get it moved up to Monday so that I could get back to work. And so Monday, I have to ride in an ambulance, my first ambulance ride to Round Rock. Uh, they wheel me in like Monopoly. Do not collect two hundred. Uh, collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Do not stop. Go. I'm wheeled in like I'm a VIP. All these people are looking at me. I'm feeling okay. I talk to the ambulance uh, guy in the back of the ambulance about book riding while we're going on the ride. Uh, but when I get into the uh, OR prep room, I'm with the nurse, and I'm joking with her. I'm at peace because I knew I was totally out of control. There was nothing I could do at that moment to change anything. So all I could do is relax, trust God. Whatever was going to happen was his will, and just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, then the surgeon comes in, who I'd never met, never talked to. He talks to me a couple of minutes, and he says, I don't know what I'm going to find when we go in. We'll just have to take care of it when we get in there. I come out of the surgery. He's gone. I've never to this point, it's been almost three years, never seen or talked to him again. And my description of him was the Lone Ranger. <laughs> because at my biggest need. I would need, say more like an angel. An angel. He, he rode into town. He right. took care of the problem. And he left before I could say thank White you. White horse, yeah. And I did send him a book and a thank you to let him know that he he basically took care of me. Right. And he was God's instrument at that time. And well, you so know, it's an, amir- it's, mm. it, it's an an exciting time in life when God gives you a miracle. Uh, yes. When I was, the day that I was 50 years old, I had a double mastectomy. I spent one whole year on top of Cat Mountain with a book behind our uh, living area writing. Every day I read what God said and I wrote something. And, you know, it was um, it was so hard uh, for my husband. Uh, he um, He told me. I said, we're going to thank the Lord for it because he's going to fix it. And he told me, he said, I'll never thank God for this. But you know what? It changed Van Davison's life. changed my life. Yeah. But it changed his life. It is amazing what God does when we let him do what he wants to do. That's absolutely the truth uh, because you have the choice to either take it and make it a negative or take it and make it a positive. Mm-hmm. And I am a better person because of those experiences. Mm-hmm. I can help people better because of those experiences. I don't wish I had to go through those experiences yeah, to do I that. Agree with you. But that's the only way we can learn sometimes. Mm-hmm. Richard, uh, in the Bible, it, in First uh, Thessalonians 5.18 and uh, Ephesians 5.20, it says, basically, we are supposed to Praise God in all things. And the other one is we're supposed to thank God for all things. There's nothing left. We are, Our whole purpose is no matter what, in, about, through, we praise God for it. So what you're saying is very biblical. God desires that from us to praise Him. Jane, and you experienced that oh, yeah. with the loss of Brody. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Tell us that story quickly. 
Well, quickly, uh, my grandson, a 17-month-old, drowned in the backyard pool. And, oh, it just broke our hearts. And we had to just praise God through it and for it. And we didn't, we weren't excited about it. We didn't want it, but we praised Him anyway. And a lot of things happened out of that. And some of them good, some of them not yeah. so good. The other three grandchildren still struggling with their little brother being gone. And I struggled at first because I, I, I could see little oh. Brody. His mom was probably 20 feet away in the house watching TV. Mm. And here he is in the pool. I can see him, you know, struggling and all this. And then a, a, a gal told me that children from... I think it's like 11 or 10 down. If they drown, there's no struggling. Mm. They just go to the bottom, smile, and go and see Jesus. And when they told me that, that relieved my heart Mm -hmm. so much. And I just continued to praise God. Mm -hmm. And my little grandson, he's really struggled because he's got two sisters. That was his little brother. That evened it out. (laughs) And he missed him so much. Mm -hmm. And I did not realize till one day I was talking to him and, and realized, well, Cody, my little grandson, I said, you've lost your brother Mm-hmm. And I lost a brother when I was three years old, mm-hmm. and I realized I had never, ever grieved, grieved. over losing my little three. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was just gone. I was three, never thought much about it, never, you know. And I had another brother six years older. And so, basically, it was uh, me, God allowing me to grieve mm-hmm. with my grandson because we both lost brothers. Well, and, and what a welcome comfort for Mm. your grandson to look at his grandfather you know be so sensitive to his feelings and how he was feeling and you know again no coincidence there Jim no coincidence you know the Lord just orchestrated that you know this is a perfect segue into our final segment when we will talk to Richard Battle about another one of his books uh, which is entitled Surviving Grief by God's grace, Richard also lost a son, uh, very, very young, and he wrote a book about that and 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 surviving that just by the grace of God. When we return to Love Talk with Jim McGee and Richard Battle, Miss Evelyn Davison and Coach Carrie Brinkader, right after this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Talk. Coach Carrie Brinkader here. So blessed that you have found us. And there is a reason that you are here today listening to Love Talk. You may have never heard of the Love Ladies before, but here you are. And today we are not only discussing National Day of Prayer and the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, but we're here with the MC of that event, author and uh, speaker Richard Battle. Before we went to the break, Richard, we were discussing just some some horrible things. Uh, Jim lost a grandson uh, who drowned, and he also lost a brother when he was growing up. You, Richard, you lost a son, a very, very young son, and you wrote a book called Surviving Grief by God's Grace. What happened that fateful day? Well, fortunately, I was a believer at the time, which helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my son was nine months old, had never been sick, never had a fever, and in the blink of an eye, he was gone. Mm-hmm. 
And so it devastated our family. And the way that I grieved was I tried to get into the Scriptures. I remember Jim calling me that evening and saying, stand back and and watch what God's going to do with this. (laughs) (laughs) And he has. And I read the Scriptures. I I read as many Christian books as I could get my hands on, Mm -hmm. and I journaled. And what I found was that I didn't read about the experiences I had. And we had someone in our church had a 21-year-old commit suicide five months later. And I shared the journal notes and biblical references with them, and they suggested that I publish it mm-hmm. as a book for others. And the first lesson that I had learned that's in the Surviving Grief by God's Grace is the impact of a life is more important than its length. Mm-hmm. And my son only lived nine months. But one of the major motivations for all of my efforts uh, are things that publicize uh, mm-hmm. the Lord's work in my life, and it adds to my son's impact. So his impact goes on every time mm-hmm. I have an opportunity like this or am seeing the National Day of Prayer prayer breakfast, for example. Absolutely. You know, something that struck me, and I, I was telling my husband about that about it this morning, I said, you know, I'm excited to talk to Richard because you don't find a lot of men writing books right. on grief and how to survive grief because, you know, my husband lost his mom seven or eight years ago, and it's been almost eight years ago now, and after she'd been gone three or four years, you know, I started noticing some things, and, and we started talking. I was like, baby, did you ever grieve your mom? You know, and and he's like, what? What do you mean grieve my mom, right? Because, you know... You, you just as a as a man, you, you just kind of feel like okay, I I got to go on, I got to provide for the family, I got to do my thing, and if you and if you just do your thing, everything's going to be okay. But you journaled and you searched and you've written this beautiful book. Did you? I mean, I, I guess you didn't find what you were looking for out there when you were <laughs> when you were trying to find ways to deal with your grief. Well, I did Except all through the, the scripture. Yes, <laughs> I did all the other things you mentioned, but. The solution was not there. Mm. It was only in going through the scripture and prayer mm-hmm. and study that helped me get through Yeah, and find purpose. In How it. can we pray for you now as you begin to uh, prepare your heart for uh, May the 5th? Is that what it is? May the 4th. 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 Uh, I get I have trouble with numbers. <laughs> we'll uh, keep you straight. What do you see God doing in this direction? Well, I, I appreciate that, and I ask for a prayer from anyone to help myself and Jim and the program succeed and for God's will to be done and the people to be touched from it mm-hmm. and the future to be laid, the foundation for the future to be laid from that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's so important for our nation to come to the point of prayer. Uh, so many things are breaking uh, across this nation. Uh, so much uh, disorganization in the areas that are really important. Uh, we are blessed in this state to have a governor like we have. He has got the sweetest spirit uh, mm-hmm. any I've worked with, and I've done it now for. Well, actually, the first event we had for National Day of Prayer was in 1976. Mm-hmm. I moved here in 78. Mm-hmm. 76. Wow. Who was I won't tell you then? how old I was in 1978. <laughs> Just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the governor then? Uh, well, we didn't have it with a governor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we you. didn't start governors till. <laughs> That'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, our first uh, 
I think breakfast with you, Jim, we did not. It mm-hmm. ended up we had the governor, but when yeah. we started out, it was just that NDP. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the year that I was the national coordinator, uh, honorary coordinator, we had a big thing, and it was a little bit different. But, you know, when you look at your life and you look for that uh, lifesaver, you know, like you're drowning or you're burning or whatever, uh, Lord always has a plan if we just stay with him. And not turn our back on what he's doing. I'm just so impressed that um, you were able to use some really hard times in your life, Richard, to turn those to glorify God. And to help others to not only deal with grief, uh, but then to deal with hardships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most recently to to honor our nation with this mm-hmm. compilation of, of essays and anecdotes and stories and uh, man, awesome job. How can our listeners find your books? They can go to richardbattle.com, and that has the information on all my activities and all the books and links to order them if they'd like okay. and contact information as well. Awesome. RichardBattle.com, friends. That's where you go to find Surviving Grief by God's Grace, Unwelcome Opportunity, and Conquering Life's Course, as well as the other books that uh, Richard has written. So that's RichardBattle.com. Thank you so much for being with us today. Now, I do want you to just, guys, just talk about the Governor's Prayer Breakfast a little bit more and how our friends can be involved. Well, we want to thank you, Carrie, because you're going to be helping, too, by praying for our media for us. So thank you for honoring us in that way. And Richard was just a godsend for me to take that MC job. And that's a big job. It's keeping everything going. It's it's basically ramrodding the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing a lot of the details for him so he can do his job. So... We're still looking for people that want to help uh, set up set up some of the tables. Uh, just people that would be would like to come and and stuff the brochures. Uh, maybe people that uh, enjoy doing printing that would like to do printing for us to get things that we have to have printed. Uh, and always looking for someone to help me and Evelyn with. The advertising, the media of somebody that can hit everything for us and mm-hmm. kind of take that position away from us so that we're not having to do that. And I do registration and, you know, and all of that. And the registration's a big job because mm-hmm. you're trying to get every, all the tables. You're trying to make sure everybody has a table and make sure they know how to get there and all of that. And so it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of details. And I'm also keeping up the web, which gives everybody the information on ndpaustin.org. And on that, in events, it will have, I will be updating, and it'll have every event that people tell us they're going to be doing, mm-hmm. it'll be on there. So they, if they want to find a, something in their area, Cedar Park, uh, Round Rock, Bastrop, Georgetown. Round mm-hmm. Rock, uh, Taylor, Lago Vista, uh, all of those will be on there and I'll have the updated information and all they got to do is go on there, look at it and morning or a- afternoon, do it to it. In the Capitol, I'm helping a little bit with the Capitol of the 
event, and that's going to be a really neat event on yes. the 7th at noon in the Capitol Rotunda. And so there's just, and no telling, you know, and there's so many events that go on that we don't even have a clue yeah. of. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they just, people just do them. Mm-hmm. And well, we're we excited about that. We do want to ask our friends to pray for the military. Uh, we have a major change there this year. We've always done a break, done uh, the Camp Mabry event on Wednesday. Wednesdays. And we have a new general, and he wants that day. To do something. So he got it. (laughs) So we're shifting. We're being flexible. Flexible. Yes, being flexible. And, you know, I think that might be good. Uh, I think the same thing is true of Ann Graham. Uh, Lots, Mm -hmm. if she is able to do the the Austin Baptist thing, latest thing. You know, that's the most neglected section of uh, of culture today is the need of young women uh, who have children who cannot participate in some of the great things that, that God's doing. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank you, Jim. We've got some things that uh, through the years that we do just traditionally. Mm-hmm. But there's never a time that the Lord's not in it. That's Absolutely. true. You know, and this is our 69th year mm-hmm. for National Day of Prayer. Wow. That's our 69th and of our next year will be number 70. That's amazing. That, and I'll be 90 years old. And you'll yes. be 90 years old celebrating and with still us. still kicking. Oh, that's so I'm amazing. sorry. No, that's you know, my sanguine personality gets on the plate sometimes. Well, if you... But it's with people like Jim that through the years that's helped so much. Jim's like a son to us. Every little thing, you know, computer dot, we call Jim. <laughs> Well, if you would like to wish Miss Evelyn a happy birthday, or if you'd like to call us, you can always call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. I just want to say thank you again to our friend, our new friend, Richard Battle. You can find all of his books at richardbattle.com. We're so grateful, and you can obviously come and meet him at the Governor's Prayer Breakfast on May the 4th. And Jim, we so thank you for your friendship and your leadership for organizing this National Day of Prayer Week, and we're so grateful and thankful to you for that. If you'd like to help Jim, you can contact him at 512-250-8196. Again, that's 512-250-8196, and you can find him at Jim F. McGee, that's M-C-G-E-E, at ndpaustin.org. Of course, we want to remind you about our seven points of prayer for the week of um, the governor's prayer breakfast, but, but for always, right? Government, military, media, business, education, church, and family. We, we just want to honor those things and pray for those things daily. You can find those prayer points at ndpaustin.org. Thank you so much for being with us, listeners. You know how much we love you, we adore you, and we're so grateful that you join us every Saturday right here on Love Talk. For Miss Evelyn Davison, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next week on Love Talk.